Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Night Vision. I pray that these next episodes will provoke you very deeply to understand the need for night vision because in the dark hour of our own dealings that God has to come to for us and our preparation and then what it would mean for us to be able to walk with others, this is very, very necessary. Take a listen, let it provoke you, and let him get you ready. Love you all. Sons who are going to move with him in night vision are going to have to be those who understand from deep, personal dealings of the father in their own life what's up so night vision we've been talking over these last many episodes about having his state of mind because we've come into his view because we've entered into the fight of our life in discipleship my friends it's not just a few topics here and there It's a life that's being matured. It's a person who's being built. You are a weapon of righteousness in the Father's hands for this hour of history. He's making a people ready for himself in spirit, inside of you. He is clearing out with your full cooperation. He's bringing you into new depths of understanding and wisdom you could never get on your own. He is getting you ready to move in deep oneness with him. And this means we have to be at a place where we, in our darkest hours, he turned on the lights for us. Now, for my language here, I have used in the past that if you're going to have night vision, if you're going to be able to see when everybody else is asleep, if you're going to be able to see like it's noon and yet it's midnight, You're going to have to have your night goggles on, my friends. You're going to have to have seen something by the Spirit that did not come by natural light, natural help, natural wisdom. It came because you found yourself in a deep, dark pit on a snowy day. I mean, it was cold. It was dark. And you had come to the end of self by the mercies of your Father. And only he could bring you a supernatural light, a fire that is his very presence. He pitched his tent over you and you saw, you saw what was actually going on. You found out that you were not in something beautiful, but that you were in something that was a horror, a horror to the father. You were living independent from him. You, my friends, had the lights come on really bright and you realized you were kissing a snake. Come on, my friends, right? We're not here for just better mental health. We're not here for a charmed Christian life. We're here for him. We're born of him, right? We're born of him. And if we are his dream, which that's amazing, that's, that's amazing. To think that we've been in his heart and he has provided for himself 
sons in Christ, right? Do you understand that dream of God is the nightmare of the enemy? Sons who have night vision, who have their night goggles on, who are understanding that they exist for him and they're moving with him in uh, night seasons, in times where, yes, gross darkness may cover the earth, but they themselves, right, are becoming light because light is within them. Christ himself, the light of the world. And when he lights you up, my friends, you will have night vision and you will be those like many places in the scripture where it spoke of the midnight hour. There were many, many things that happened in the midnight hour in the scripture. Yet there were those who in the midnight hour for everyone else, when they were sleeping, sons were awake those who had been given the assignment and the task and the grace for it from the Father himself. They had not self-appointed and self-assigned themselves. They'd been plucked out of their religious, defiled independence. They had been plucked out of their clueless, um, converted self. Speaking of Paul and Peter here, right? Something had happened so deep within them, not so they could be in ministry, but so they could be restored to the Father as a person before they were ever sent out on their God-given assignments, right? They, they were not sleeping in the midnight hour. One of my favorite places of this is in Acts 16, and where it speaks that they were in prison, in the dungeon of the dungeons. It was dark, but those sons, Paul and Silas, were singing in the midnight hour. And it says that, yes, there were shackles that came off and prison doors that opened, but it's because the foundation of the prison, the foundation of the prison was shaken. My friends, I want to see and hear from the sons of the living God, a symphony conducted by the Father. Trained in their own private practice rooms, they have been sharpened and they have become skilled and, and they know, they know him. And such a sound comes forward that could only have come to them because they themselves had to be dealt with. The very darkness that he sends us into, my friends, is the very darkness we ourselves have been set free from. And such a sound was coming out, right, that the foundation of the prison, we've got to stop trifling with symptoms. We've got to stop trifling with um, things that are lesser than what the Father is after. Because, you know, once we get satisfied, we shut down. But my friends, we're being prepared and made ready for him in this hour of history and the foundation of our bondage, self, our independence, thinking that we can be God. He's coming for it. It's in his crosshairs and the power of the cross is being released through those who they themselves first and foremost knew. He has come for me and he has delivered me from self and delivered me to him. And then they are hidden away, tucked away, maybe for years on end. They are hidden. They know they're dangerous without him. 
Even with anointing, they know they're dangerous without him. They don't want to move without him. And he takes time to bring them to himself. Oh, they know they'll be sent out one day like like a sharp arrow. But before you shoot out an arrow, my friends, in the hands of the archer, the master archer, the archer places that arrow in his bow. And the first thing he does to send them out as he pulls them back. He pulls them back and that arrow has to come past his mouth and deep into his heart and then he will release them. And I pray the sky is about to be lit up with with arrows being shot out by the master archer. Sons being sent out because they've been hidden. They've been prepared for such an hour. They're over themselves. Oh, thank you, Father. Over themselves, right? They've got night vision. And much of this happens, my friends, when everyone else is asleep. Now, that's not a superior attitude. Hmm? That's, that's not a superior attitude. Nowhere in cross-infused discipleship can you find superiority, because if you needed it, he had to bring you to the end of self by revealing to you the vileness of your goodness apart from him. Oh, he's going to teach you things in the night seasons of your own life that you're going to have to have. So I love Acts 16, the night vision, right? The night sound of sons who sang and the foundations of the prison were so absolutely demolished that those that could hear and were listening began to awaken, right? You can read about it in Acts 16, but why was such a sound inside of Paul? Why was such a sound inside of Peter on the day of Pentecost and forever after? It's not because these men were perfect and highly anointed It's because they had been delivered from self and unto God at such a depth that no person could ever accomplish that. So their night vision, their night goggles came to them. For Peter, it was because there was a rooster that crowed by the prophetic utterance of Jesus himself. And I just want to say right here that I'm believing for a massive rooster crow over the sons of the living God. I am believing for that because the rooster crowing is when it snaps and breaks to such a depth that they'll never be the same. And it's a sign that what Jesus has spoken and what Jesus knows is absolutely necessary has happened. That we find out, though we are his, he has written a word over us. We may be a sincere disciple, but we are still up in self. Peter is proof that you can have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is and have zero revelation of self. And Jesus sets out to truly, to truly deal with his brethren, to truly prepare them to live in agreement with him. And there is a night vision. Many talk about the dark night of the soul where you know, and, and, and we describe all of these things, but listen to me carefully, my friends. He was being dealt with lovingly by his Lord. 
he was being dealt with and being prepared to be one who would have a mind to suffer, one who would make the entire trek, one who would not um, stop short. He would not be uh, stifled by embarrassments or humiliations. He would not live in self-confidence. These were being dealt with in the power of Jesus himself. Jesus gets his brethren ready to go his way to live like him. And oh, you can rest assured Peter had night vision because when he was in that dark pit, he did not, in being brought to the end of himself, he did not take his own life. Judas did that. What happened was Peter was brought through by the Spirit of God because Jesus knew all along what was going to happen. I tell you what, Jesus has got night vision. If you're going to live in the mind of Christ, you're going to have night vision from him. And he's going to show you things that you could never know, you could never have on your own. Night vision, my friends, the mind of Christ flourishing in the darkest seasons of your own life and preparation. And therefore, you will be ready to move when gross darkness covers the earth. And you will become, because Christ is in you, you will become light. And the light that you needed, you will freely and gladly pass on to others. You see, God, my friends, has a way um, He is provided for himself. He does not need us, (laughs) right, to try to do everything, you know, to provide for him. He's provided for himself. He has a way. And when that night vision comes, no matter what is going on, no matter what happens, listen to me, if you've already discerned by the work of God, by the release of the power of the cross within you, right, and you have already gotten clear, okay, on many things, then when you are privileged to walk with others and to look at the creepy, crawly stuff up in their world, it's not going to cause you to stumble and fall. You're not going to be deconstructing your faith because you can't believe that other leaders could be so horrific because you're going to have already been exposed to your own horrific state and condition separate from Christ. But let me tell you, God is getting a people ready in his night dealings with them that they're not going to be freaked when they see what's going on. Because listen to me, my friends, night vision continues on when you are going to, in all humility, move with others and see others restored. And we're about to need this in mass measure. It's not going to just be for a few celebrities that are getting exposed and then the rest of the body of Christ just faints because we we thought they were all that. My friends, that which was in us that thought they were all that, that's a part of what's about to get dealt with. Your own creature worship, your own defiling independence where you would have rather had a leader uh, come and tell you what God said than you, one with God yourself. There is much that is coming, my friends, to get us ready. Because when we look at our brothers, the brethren, okay, so that it's not male or female, it's the brethren, 
that have gone before us that we understand more and more because we ourselves are being dealt with by God in the same powerful way. And we, like Peter and Paul and many, many, many who have gone before us, Oh, he's about to get us ready. We're about to have night vision because he's about to turn the lights on bright inside of us. If you've read my book, then you'll remember this maybe. If you haven't read my book, it'd be great if you did. From Trauma to Trust, it's on Amazon, all of that. You can see it on my website, nancymccready.com. Here's the deal. In there, I think it's chapter 10, but I'm not 100% sure. I give an account of when God had to come to me, when I became one who required and needed night vision, the night goggles to be on so that I could see what was moving about, though there was much darkness, much seduction, much defilement. And God said to me, because I was just a hair away from leaving him, creating my own form of Christianity, stepping out into much of what we see today that is infiltrating the church. Now, this was about 27, 28 years ago. So my friends, I've been hidden by him. I have had to have him deal with me so very, very deeply. So there's nothing I'm telling you that I have not personally required of him. And oh, he has obliged But in there, I write that God said to me, Nancy, you can leave me, but you will not leave me deceived. And boom, he turned on the lights really, really bright. And I saw, I saw from his point of view, which is now my point of view, it forever transformed my state of mind. And it has caused me to have night vision for these years to be able to move with him, walk with him, and with others. My friends, there, this is a progressive, maturing work of discipleship. This isn't a nice study on the mind of Christ. If we don't think like him, we cannot live like him. And he is ready to move through his sons in this hour. And they're going to move with sharpness and wisdom. I pray it will be you. Stay with me in night vision. I love you all. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a new bit of info. If you like our content here at Tent Talk, hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, be sure to look in the episode notes and see where you can download the conversation guide. There you will find questions and you will be able to use those with your friends, your team, your small group, and we hope that it really does provoke you deeper into your process of life with him. All of our podcasts here at Tent Talk are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining me here and I look forward to our next time together.